Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Amandaman Games podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support the show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames@gmail.com. That's amandamangames@gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. So today I wanted to kind of discuss a, a relatively hot topic. I don't know if I should say hot topic because uh, it's something that a lot of people have kind of been wary of or have kind of talked about, especially in the PC gaming space. But I want to discuss about how important frame rate is for video games. Now this was obviously more of a thing that was like I was saying dealt in on the PC gaming space. You know, people would kind of you know in, in a way make fun of a PC gamers for working so hard to fix certain settings, do certain things to be able to get that extra one or two frames per second. But it's an interesting change now that I am seeing when I listen to other people talking on on different various podcasts and stuff like that, or or just YouTubers and everything, how everyone's interested to get their hands on the Series X or the PS5, uh, more specifically Series X, because that's kind of the thing that's in a lot of people's hands right now. And we are seeing a lot of demos and, you know, just kind of being able to play older games and see how well they run. And I just found that so interesting because some of them, some of these YouTubers or podcasters were also people that all make, make fun of PC gamers, right? And I was like, wow, this is interesting that this is a shift in the mainstream, right? Because at the end of the day, the console gaming audience most of the time is the mainstream audience. And now we're seeing the shift where they are worrying about, okay, what do we do to be able to get 120 frames per second? Now all these questions are popping up about, does this game run at 120 FPS? Does this game run at 60 FPS? Will this game have ray tracing? And I just found that so interesting. I, w- I just found this shift so interesting that I, w- I was like, you know what? I think this is like the perfect time to kind of discuss this and talk about this and basically kind of discuss what, why is it important? Is it actually a big deal? I mean, for, for a while, we have been used to uh, playing games at 30 FPS, especially on PS4, Xbox One. Uh, you know, of course, they're barring some games that run at 60 FPS, but most of the games that we play, especially the big, big titles that, you know, win Game of the Years a lot of the times and uh, we're really excited for, most of these games do run at 30 frames per second. So, you know, now we're making this shift where people will, in, in some sense, get mad <laughs> if your games are not running at 60 frames per second, which is why, again, like I find it so funny. So, of course, I mean, like going into it, the first thing, of course, we know both Xbox Series X and PS5 are kind of touting that they have, you know, 60 FPS games. They can go up to 120 FPS. Um, uh, they can go possibly up to 8K, which is, again, not really. I get it. You can obviously go up to 8K if you put everything everything on low or whatever. Um, even the recent RTX 3090, which is like, in Canada at least, a 2000 something dollar card, uh, the GPU card, and and that itself is barely able to hit 8K 60 frames per second uh, if they're able to put stuff on low or medium or stuff like that. Like I remember just kind of reading an article about this recently. So, you know, like I'm just saying, okay, the 8K stuff, like let's chill out, but okay, 60 FPS, 120 FPS. Okay, that's cool. We can think about that, right? But the problem is a lot of people don't realize is even with the kind of GPU power and everything that the Xbox Series X has and the PS5 has, um, both of those consoles will not be able to kind of do 4K everything ultra 60 FPS or 4K everything ultra 120 FPS, right? Like right now at least, 
even the 3080 is finally getting to a point. And this is a GPU that just came out from NVIDIA, right? And I get like AMD will be releasing their GPUs pretty soon, but based on like the information and the, the stuff that's already out there, the RTX 3080, if you just, because again, I don't, I don't like talking about this Teraflop stuff, whatever, but just because, especially when it comes to AMD and NVIDIA, the Teraflops do not match. Like if one Teraflop does not equate to one Teraflop on the other end, right? But like just on, on even just theoretical standpoint, the 3080 is already quite powerful. And, you know, maybe AMD comes out and says, hey, we have like stuff that will compete with 3080 and whatnot. Um, but that in no way is the GPU that's being put. Like obviously it's, it's, a, it's a, the same infrastructure and everything like that. But those high-end GPUs are not being put inside these consoles, right? So people need to understand one thing is that when these games come out, um, there's a reason that a lot of these games, like we found out with Spider-Man and stuff like that, um, Spider-Man Miles Morales, for example, will have a 4K60 performance mode, which is kind of the same thing that we've seen in PS4 Pro. Uh, a few games, not like it's not obviously perfect, but like in some of them, we've kind of seen that where it's basically where they will kind of, rather than putting stuff at ultra, they'll put it at like high or medium. Uh, they'll remove ray tracing or put it to like super low or something like that, uh, even as super low as possible. But there will be some sacrifices that will be made, right? And other other instances will be that they kind of use a technique like kind of similar to DLSS that we see in on the NVIDIA side, uh, on the PC side, where basically it's like, it's a resolution that's, let's say, it's, it's just being upscaled almost. It's like at 1080p, but it's being upscaled to whatever resolution you want. So it's like 4K, whatever. And because it's being upscaled, um, it's able to kind of handle all that information and all that data a lot easier rather than, you know, if it, if you're putting it natively at 4K. So there's going to be a lot of these kind of sacrifices being made when it comes to getting, you know, the 60 FPS and 120 FPS games running for us, right? And obviously, like, there's gonna, they're going to be using other cool techniques. We've seen um, dynamic resolution where, you know, resolution will change depending on what's happening on the screen so that, you know, basically in order to make sure that you're running at 60 FPS or 120 FPS or whatever it is, right? They'll keep switching resolution as you're playing the game. You won't really notice it, right? Again, like uh, this is stuff that you don't notice too much in general, to be honest. Like I have to like, really, like I said, I've kind of talked about this already so many times and you can listen to my previous podcast about this, I think. Um, I'm still not able to kind of fully see the difference between my PS4 Pro and the and my Xbox One X, you know, and, and I, there's supposed to be a huge difference. I don't see it. But like, you know, like that's the thing, like these things you won't notice. So they'll be using cool techniques like that. There's also like variable uh, rate shading, something like that. I, I, I remember like Microsoft brought up something where, uh, you know, they will kind of load specific areas that are being used and kind of not load extra information. I, obviously, I'm doing a horrible job of explaining this because I, if, if there's any engineers, I know you're getting mad, email me and let me know how, how could I have done a better job or, or whatever. But basically the idea is that it's going to be using resources that needs to be used and all the other resources that are not being used will be kind of put to the side, you know, put on, on ready mode so they're ready to be used whenever they need to be used. It's kind of like that in a sense. But basically that's kind of that main idea, right? Uh, the, another thing that a lot of people don't kind of think about when it comes to this uh, frame rate war-ish thing that's happening is, you know, like our eyes can only see so much when it comes to all this, right? Like I remember like seeing when I got my, built my PC, uh, playing games at 60 FPS for the first time, it was it was pretty cool. It was like, wow, okay, I'm playing at 1440p at 60 FPS and it's kind of like, you know, like stable. It's not like, what we would see on, on, on PlayStation and stuff like that or, or on the Xbox. 
So it's pretty stable and it's stable for a while, right? And then I kind of moved up and I was able to get games to be running at like 90 FPS or 100 FPS. Like I have a 144 Hertz monitor, right? So it's like, okay, I'm able to kind of get to some games to like 110, 120. And I'm like, wow, like you do kind of see a difference between 60 FPS and let's say 80, 90 FPS or 100, right? But for me at least, past that 100 point or past that 90 FPS point, um, and again, like I've tested this many times in, in game, right? Just because I was able to kind of like set the um, frames I want exactly. Um, and I kind of changed here and there just to kind of see what I would notice. And on the top right, of course, because the Steam, like it has like an FPS counter if you turn it on. But on the top, like the FPS counter, it would be at 90, it would be at 110, it would be at 140. And I would honestly, I'm, I'm sure there is a difference, but I'm not able to see it, right? And that's kind of what made me kind of question I'm like okay why are we why are we fighting for this 144 140 like 160 or 240 fps thing you know which is kind of the direction we're going in because I'm like I don't I literally just don't see it I'm literally uh, maybe maybe like I need a better monitor I don't think I have a pretty good monitor it's like Acer uh, G-Sync monitor and stuff like that like and I'm that's why I was like confused as to like what I'm missing and, and that's why I just find it so interesting that like this shift from wanting 60 fps in all games and now it's like this want of no but what what games run at 120 fps what games run at 120 you know what what are these 4k 120 games and i'm like yeah like okay of course that's really cool but again you need to understand that like there's only so much your eyes can see you're not gonna be like oh wow this game runs at 80 fps how dare you i'm not gonna play this game anymore this game runs horrible it's like no like it still it still basically runs and feels the same as a game that's running at 120 fps again like i'm not talking about anyone that's in the esports side of things uh it's that that does this professionally i totally get it you know in that point obviously if you're doing this professionally obviously i'm sure you want like the most high the high frames per second as possible you want to have a a wired mouse and keyboard because you want to get you know you, you don't want to get even like one second of lag or one millisecond of lag right that's like very very different um one other thing that we should also talk about is locked versus unlocked uh frame rates right so the thing is like when you when you're able to run a game at 60 fps um at least on a playstation the problem is that they're never at least from what i've seen like some more newer games i don't know about the older ones but more newer games that can run at 60 fps are not necessarily locked at 60 fps so you do see those dips and those dips are what what caused you to get very jarred when stuff is happening on the on the screen when there's explosions stuff like that and whatnot right so that's kind of like a locked version of it. It's supposed to be at 60, but of course, because of, you know, because of the, the hardware, it's just not able to maintain it, right? On the other end, there's unlocked where it's like, okay, you know, like because it, because this can technically go over 60 FPS, let's say, let's say this game can actually run at 70 or 80 FPS, um, but also like, you know, like it goes down and, and, and around like 30 or 40, depending on what's happening on the screen, you can kind of leave it unlocked if you want to hit those higher 70 and 80 numbers. But when you do that, you also get those low 30 and 40s, right? So you're getting like those jarring, like you're, you're really you're like running really well for a bit and it goes down like crazy. You're like, what the hell is happening? I was recently playing uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on my streams and I noticed that there. Like at, at times the game will run 60 FPS, like it will be perfect. And other times it's just like 30 or maybe even 20. It was just like slowing down like crazy. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so jarring. I'm like, okay, at this point, just give me like a locked frame rate, right? I would at that point rather have a lock 30 FPS where it does not move from 30 FPS even for a second. It does not move at all. It just stays 30 than this 
you know, up and down, up and down, up and down, because that is so much more jarring. And I think this is something that I'm hoping that more and more developers will kind of make use of with with the PS5 and the Series X, because I'm because at the end of the day, I get 60 FPS, 120 FPS, whatever, right? But I can guarantee you, a lot of these games won't will will say 4K 60, but it'll be 60, but it'll be up and down. Maybe points it'll go down a bit, but it'll go back up. You know, it'll be up and down, up and down. And again, these consoles are meant to last you for like six, seven years, right? It's not the same as an iPhone, even though they do release. At least I think that's the plan. They will be releasing new consoles every three to four years from what we can see after the PS4 Pro and everything. But that's still, let's say you buy the PS5, you still have four more years with this. So by that fourth year, it's very, very possible that there'll be a lot of games that will be barely hitting that 60 FPS mark, right? As you can imagine, games become more intensive, games become bigger, stuff like that. This is expected, right? So this is, again, another thing when it comes to frame rate that people should also kind of look into, you know, locked versus unlocked and how important that is for these these type of games one thing i forgot to bring up is uh is the the hardware right a lot of people don't even have a 4k tv i actually did not uh know this because when i bought my 4k tv it was kind of at the at that break it was kind of point where a lot of people in the mainstream were getting 4ks 4ks became became more readily available uh weren't as expensive anymore but like i remember i got it like literally around the time i bought my ps4 pro which was like i think a year after the ps4 pro had come out and I got my 4K TV and everything like that. So I thought, okay, because the PS4 Pro is out, you know, there's all this talk about 4K and stuff like that. Netflix has ultra HD mode, you know, like stuff like that. I'm like, okay, 4K is more readily adopted, but you know, obviously from research and stuff like that, you can like easily look at this up on, on, on Google. Um, 4K is not as widely used or accepted just yet, right? So when it comes to these new consoles, a lot of people will be getting a 4K TV. I can imagine most people are shifting towards 4K now, but at the same time, not everyone will be able to afford a 4K 120 hertz TV. So 4K 120 hertz TV, like I have a Sony Bravia, and when I bought it, it was like, like over a grand at that time, right? In Canada, like it was like maybe like thousand three hundred thousand four hundred Canadian dollars at that time. Um, and now are all these 4K 60 hertz TVs? Like I have a 4K 60 hertz TV with HDR and stuff like that, right? These TVs are getting to a point where you you can get good brand for like you know five hundred six hundred dollars stuff like that. Right, so this is like okay. Now you are actually able to get these kind of TVs more readily available. But if you want to get the 4K 120 hertz, which is what some people are for some reason, you know, really touting and and really wanting, um, you need to spend a lot of money for this. There's only there's a there's a few good TVs out there, but none of them are extremely cheap. You know, they some you can find some of them at reasonable prices, and I'm sure on Black Friday they'll they'll see a bit of a dip, but it won't be that big of a dip. So if you don't even have the the hardware. You're not even gonna be able to see the full 120 FPS stuff, right? I always like I was talking to one of my friends about this because he's looking to build a gaming PC, and I remember he was talking about like, oh, I want to buy, I'm gonna get like the RTX 3080, I want to get this and that, I want to get like, uh, you know, at that time it was like whatever, like the highest end everything is, right? And I was like, okay, but like, what type of, you know, are you gonna get like a 4K 60 monitor? Are you gonna get, you know? A 1440p monitor stuff like that and obviously it was like okay the 4k 60 monitors with hdr and g-sync and stuff like that for pc are extremely expensive right now right so it's like okay no obviously the person's gonna get it like he's like i'm gonna get 1440p and 144 hertz so i'm like okay if you're gonna get that you don't need to buy the highest end because with the highest end sure you can you're gonna get like close to 144 frames per second but if you just t- take one step down, which is the RTX 3070, which is, about, I think, about to come out, or it's gonna, it got delayed, actually, my bad. It should be coming out soon. 
um, but like you'll be you won't be getting like let's say 144 frames per second but you still get 110 120 frames per second right and then at the end of the day like i was telling you like the difference is so minuscule from your eyes that you're like okay yeah like why why am i because the, the price difference is 300 you're gonna pay 300 for 30 more fps like okay like come on like that's you know like that's just like throwing money away at that point right so it's the same thing with like with console gaming i think when going into it you know, it, it is something that has to be considered. Uh, I, I think right now, because of what we're seeing with a lot of these games, there's not a lot of games that are only available on PS5 and Series X just yet. So if you have a PS4 Pro, or if you have a PS4, or if you have an Xbox One or an Xbox One S or X or whatever, I honestly, I don't think this is like, you, you should just jump in to get a PS5 and stuff like that and be like, you know, ready to be amazed. You, you might see changes in terms of the, the you know some gameplay elements the controller stuff like that but overall the games won't look that much better if you especially if you just have a 1080p uh, tv i'm not saying that it won't look good it will still look good and i'm sure like because of, because it's running at 1080p i'm sure it might even like run better it might run at 60 fps stable stuff like that as well right but at the end of the day like i still remember playing my uh, playing games on a 1440p monitor so not even 4k on my 1440p monitor with like at like 100 frames per second i saw and i'm like wow like that resolution and 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 you know like this is coming from me playing on a in a on a 4k tv at obviously most of the games were running at 30 fps right for ps4 so coming from that and and going down a resolution but higher frame rate i was like wow i'm amazed right but at the same time when i went to my friend's place and he was playing on his 1080p TV and I saw like we were just playing a game on his 1080p monitor I was like okay wow like this is you know like it's it's it's, like, it's like, it was too much of a step down it's like wait a second this does not like this does not match similarly when I had a 1080p TV and I moved to my PS4 Pro and the 4k TV I didn't notice a big change in the in the frame rate I was like okay the game runs exactly like how it was uh two days ago but resolution wise I was like wow okay so like the, everything does look like crisper everything like just looks like I can see things, <laughs> you know, I can see things more clearly rather than stuff being a little bit more blurry. And that's what you might notice on the 1080p to 4k move, right? So I think like, I, it's just like a warning almost, you know, because I don't want a lot of people to be disappointed, you know, they get, they get, get the consoles, they plug it into their monitors or 1080p TV, stuff like that. And they're expecting to be blown away. And they're like, wait, this game looks exactly like what I was playing on my PS4 or on my, on my Xbox or on my PC or something like that, right? And you won't be blown away. So you do kind of need to invest in that hardware and stuff like that as well, right? One thing that I feel like, I think like maybe this is like my opinion, I don't know how many people like also kind of believe in this and stuff like that, is how types of games should honestly determine the the frame rate, right? Like frame rate, having high frame rates in games is, is awesome. Maybe you should just have it like as an option that look, if you want it to be unlocked, perfect. But us as developers, us as creatives and artists and stuff like that, we want to be able to, uh, we, we want to kind of give you a story, right? Let's say like a game like The Last of Us. The Last of Us, like for me was like, uh, Last of Us Part 2, for example, as well, like was to, was for me like like a movie, right? I'm watching a movie and movies most of the times are like at 24 frames per second, I believe. You know, it's, 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 it's just something when you look at it and you'd like know it's like a cinematic experience. And I think with games, that should also be up to the developers. Again, like they should give an option that, hey, if, okay, if you want a performance mode, here you go. Just click that, it'll be running at 60 FPS or whatever. But this is the mode that we want you to play. This is like how we envision this. Because again, like 
as we're seeing like the kind of merge or kind of like the yeah basically like a merge between like the film industry and the, and the gaming industry you know you see like a lot of these developers kind of go into that mindset of a director and again they are directors i mean i remember making a tweet about this as well and i because i love cory barlog and hideo kojima and neil Druckmann and stuff like that you know i think it is important to understand that okay we're gonna be we're gonna be you know presenting this amazing story this kind of cinematic experience but if it's running at 60 fps or whatever it doesn't you know it doesn't look right it doesn't feel right you want that pan to a specific person or a specific angle to be just perfect not in that 60 frames per second where everything is looking so smooth and it's almost kind of jarring at points you know depending on the story right so like in my case like whenever i think about it when i think about like all these games like Sekiro and stuff like that i'm like yeah those games 60 fps perfect i played Sekiro on my pc and playing at 60 fps i was like yeah games like that games where you need to be quick you need to react you know sports games um shooting game first person shooters um maybe maybe third, maybe third third person shooters like i said like again third person depends you know I, I won't say all of them but depends um first person shooters yeah like definitely but again if there's a first person shooter aspect of the game which is um which is single player like kind of like more half-life or timefall focused i'm okay with that being 30 fps you know like i sh- i think it should be determined by the type of game game it is the type of story you're telling and, and and you know that's what should also be kind of pushed with this now that we have a more open space in terms of frame rates now we're not being limited by uh gpu obviously we will be limited at some point frame rates will always you, you will always need better hardware to kind of keep up with the 60 fps thing but like now that we're kind of moving into this territory where 60 fps is really being really really pushed on these consoles i think it is important to like allow developers to make a choice that hey i do want this game to be running at 30 fps not that we can do 60 fps but 30 fps just makes more sense for the type of story we're telling we, the way it moves uh to be honest ghost Tsushima, i think that also got announced that that will have like a 60 fps mode and that game is like again like a third person game that i can see in 60 fps because it has a great story but the world and the the gameplay is, is of more importance right whereas last of us part two the gameplay is okay i've kind of talked about it before the gameplay is not something that's like bl- gonna blow your mind away but the story and the 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 things that are happening around you this more like it's not like an open world kind of thing it's almost open world-esque right but it's more like this tunnel that they're kind of making you go through that's like so much more important right so i can see why that would be so much better if you focus on resolution and making everything look pretty and make everything look nice and the game runs at a smooth 30 fps right and that comes down to again like this is like one of the main topics the main uh main thing about when it comes to the frame rates and stuff is resolution versus frame rate right at the end of the day it will come down to one of these things being sacrificed right if you do want high resolution you know obviously you would ideally want to be able to hit 60 fps and all that stuff like they're kind of touting right now but at one point it will be okay we can do 4k 30 or we can do you know 1440p 60 and we can upscale it right uh, recently there was i don't know if this is true i i, I think it is because i mean obviously like it, it came from one of the one of the people that works at digital foundry but they were talk they were talking about how the ui for the xbox is at 1080p and you know the ps5 ui for some reason is 4k it doesn't really make sense or whatever um but similarly there was like another thing about how yakuza like a dragon for it to run at 60 fps on xbox series x the game will be running at 1440p and on the xbox series s it will be running at 900p so you know so like this is the the, the sacrifice there have that has to be made for these games 
these games again yakuza like a dragon was already out on ps4 in japan i think earlier this year and now it's coming to the new consoles and these games are having to make this sacrifice to be able to run game 60 fps so you know it does come down to okay what what do you value more do you value resolution more do you value frame rates more right in my opinion like at the end of the day it is all determined by the hardware you have but but to be honest if you've you're a console gamer and you've been console gaming for a long time seeing a game running at 30 30 fps or whatever it's not gonna like it's not gonna make you say okay sorry i'm gonna return my ps5 right seeing a game running at 60 fps is at this point when i see on the console gaming space it's almost like a bonus right console games at least the consoles in general are always so uh you know so stricken by their hardware because of what like of the type of architecture they've been using for so long we're finally making a shift to a more pc architecture which are which should allow for you know better better game development easier game development you know use of ssds finally i mean i had to actually buy another nvme for my pc uh because i've been obviously i have an nvme already in place for my os and a few games and i had a, a regular just a regular hard drive right that i was like okay like I, I'm just gonna uh, two terabyte hard drives are so cheap. I might as well just invest in that. And any game that comes on it, fine. You know what? It load a little, it load a little slower. But at the end of the day, the game's gonna look amazing, right? But now that like we've seen the shift in the console gaming space to using main, only SSDs, um, it will also shift how game games are being made, right? Because they they will be made with SSDs in mind, so they don't need to worry about oh the hard drive needs needs this much time to load this world. So let's put this in between, you know, so the hard drive loads. So it's like a lot of these games will come out now, even on PC and say that, hey, SSD is, is required. <laughs> you know, the same way how it's like this GPU is required, this thing is required, this is like a minimum requirement. The minimum requirement at one point will become SSDs, that you, you need an SSD, right? So like, it is such a cool, like kind of space to kind of be in. Uh, obviously kind of lost my train of thought, but I'm just gonna keep going with this. I mean, it's a cool space to be in that we're finally at a point where, you know, like these, these consoles are, moving the shift to using more PC-like architecture so we can actually actually use the hardware like it's meant to be used. And the CPU and the GPU, everything is kind of on par uh, with the PC space. So, but I, I just kind of like, I, I felt like I just want to like bring this up or talk about this whole frame rate uh, frame rate thing. Uh, just because of, again, like I was based these topics or things that I talk about here based, uh, based on what I'm reading online in forums, on Reddit and stuff like that. And just kind of the arguments I, that I see happening, right? Because I think that's always a good kind of starting off point. And just because I don't want people to be, you know, annoyed or mad at developers for not hitting 60 FPS or not hitting 120 FPS. I don't want people to be mad at Sony or, or Microsoft for getting consoles and, you know, it's not it's not getting you amazed or it's not blowing your socks off or anything like that, right? There's so many different things that it's it's, it's unfortunate because I, I don't know who I was talking to about, but I'm like, you know, when you buy a new console or uh, at least with the console, I've noticed this, or even like with the PC, when you buy something like this, something so expensive, there's so much extra stuff that you need to buy to be actually, to be able to fully realize the entire thing or the entire product, right? For, for the PS5 and Xbox Series X, you technically, if you do want to actually get full use of it, you do need a 4K TV. If you do want to get full full use out of it, you, you do need to get a 4K 120Hz TV at some point, right? And on, on top of that, for the PS5 side, if you do want to get even more use out of it, you need to invest in a good pair of headphones, like a wireless headphones, 
right? <laughs> so it's like, you know, these things just keep adding on. I think for Xbox, they have Dolby Atmos as well. So again, if you have really good surround sound, that's also, you do need to have good surround sound. Like, like you know, like these are just things that keep adding on and keep piling on. And you're like, what? I, I thought I just had to buy the console, right? Why do I, it's like, oh no, but you bought the console, but you got to buy the TV. For the TV, you actually need to buy an HDMI 2.1 cable, which is kind of expensive. So you need to buy that too. And oh yeah, the surround sound thing, we're going to do that for the TVs. But for now, you actually do need to invest in a good pair of headphones. Like, you know, like it's just stuff that just keeps adding on, adding on. And you're like, wow, okay. So this game, this console that was obviously 499 USD or in Canada, it's like 629 Canadian dollars or whatever. This this console that's like around that much is actually that much, that plus tax, plus the games, plus the controllers, plus the charging unit, plus maybe a, maybe a TV, plus maybe the cable, plus maybe like a good headset. You know, it's just adding and you're like, oh my God, I'm basically spending like two grand or, or something on this, you know? And just th- these things just, just keep piling on. So like, I think for a lot of people, I think obviously if, if you if you haven't gotten a PS5 pre-order, don't worry. Like I said, you'll get a PS5 pre-order. Or, uh, you'll get a PS5 no matter what. This is just for the launch day. You will find a way to get a PS5 at some point. So don't worry about that. Relax about that. Um, if you're unsure about it right now, honestly, I think just wait. Uh, PS, all the games are coming out on PS4. Like most of them are coming out on PS4. So you'll have such a good time on PS4 either way. Even including games like Cyberpunk, everything's on PS4 right now or, or on um, Xbox One and stuff like that. Right, so you can kind of ma- wait for it. I don't know why I I, I apologize I, if I just talked about the PS5 in terms of pre-orders. It's mainly because I myself have only a PS5 pre-order, so that's probably why. But again, with a Series X and S as well, if you don't have those pre-orders, don't worry. You'll you're gonna get your consoles, right? It honestly is not a bad idea to just wait. Maybe maybe think about okay, you know what? Uh, this Black Friday is coming out. Let me see if I can get a cool 4K TV for like a, a good price does not need to be 120 fps hdmi 2.1 whatever just a 4k tv you know you get that maybe six months from now when ps5 has like a bunch of games ps5 has all its kinks and everything ironed out everything's working smoothly you can buy a ps5 you know then you're like okay you know what the, uh, this good headset this, this headset is, is on sale you'll buy that you know just kind of spread it out uh you know just don't get overwhelmed by trying to take advantage of this thing fully because that's what has happened to me it's happened to me in the past and i know it's happened to a lot of people but just kind of like giving a PSA that, you know what, take your time with these purchases. You know, again, like we're in a, such a weird time that it feels weird talking about purchasing something so expensive, you know, and like how everything piles on. But like, you know, I understand that people are worried that, you know, they want to make sure that they get the full use of their product the day one. They want to make sure it's running shiny and perfect and everything. And they, it sounds amazing. Everything works amazing and all that. But, you know, like at the end of the day, it's all about your experience and how you experience these games and how you feel like experiencing these games. You know, nothing, no one can take away that joy from you, right? So if you get the PS5 and you play it on 1080p and it looks good to you and you're having a fun time, that's all that matters, right? I think like for me, I just kind of wanted to give my two cents almost, my, uh, my no- in terms of what I understand, my knowledge about this. And obviously because of my experience in PC gaming, it's not even that much experience. It's literally like a year or a year and a half now. But like in terms of what I've experienced and what I've seen, I was like, you know what? Just in case for people that are like so worried about frame rates or worried about this TV and that and this and that, I'm like, okay, just gonna let everyone know, you know, it's not like, it's not gonna be something that's gonna be so mind blowing or something like that. Just, you know, take it easy, relax, decide on these purchases over time. And hopefully, hopefully you'll you'll get the, the pre-order or you'll get your console of choice this uh, this November and we'll be playing together online, hopefully. And if you have a PS4, if you have an Xbox One, 
Don't worry, too many, too many other games out there, so many games out there that you, you will have more than enough things to keep you occupied. Trust me on that. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Please join me on Twitch sometimes. I'm on twitch.tv slash amandaman. Of course, you can email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. Uh, all the links will be in the description. Of course, if there's any topics, anything you want me to talk about, let me know. These topics, like I said, are off the cuff. They just kind of come to me based on what I'm reading and what I'm kind of seeing people talk about. But if there's something that you want me to discuss, let me know. And I will definitely kind of talk about that on the next episode. So thank you so much, everyone. And see you next time. Bye.